You're listening to Your Happy Place podcast. Each week, we will be bringing you interviews with real estate experts and investors. The show features interviews and discussions on real estate investing, property management, and inspiration. With your host, Jenna Ross. So today on the podcast, I'm so pleased to have Jonathan Wright with me. Jonathan is a real estate investor who I discovered when I went to a JT Fox event in Halifax. Welcome to the podcast, Jonathan. Hi, hi, Jenna. Very happy to be here. Can you tell us how you got started in real estate investing? Uh, to be honest, it was almost by accident. Um, I was at home. Uh, one day, and I saw an ad on Facebook for a seminar that was going to be taking place from an investment, a real estate investment program. Um, I, I, it was a group that basically was training people in real estate. So uh, my spouse and I decided to attend and uh, just to see what it was about and sort of get a feel for it since I had the free time. And one thing led to another and I ended up you know, taking part in a fairly intensive and comprehensive real estate training program that provided me the background knowledge to invest in real estate. And looking at the local market here in the East Coast, I started to see so many opportunities that I wouldn't otherwise have seen without the training. And that's when the ball got rolling and we started you know, getting involved in real estate investing. That's awesome. Which training was that one? Uh, that was with Elite Legacy. Um, they're not as active now as they were before. They're, they're transitioning more to a uh, virtual platform. But uh, at the time, they were very active in Canada, and they were hosting events mostly in Toronto and Vancouver. So uh, my spouse and I decided, okay, we're going to you know, fly to Toronto, attend the in-person training, which took place over uh, three full days. And there was also a lot of online events as well that uh, provided some background. Uh, there were some mentorships involved and so on and so forth. Fantastic. It's it's great to be inspired and kind of brought in to training that makes you take action, which is the important thing. And what did you do before um, real estate investing? Uh, before real estate, I was in the military for 15 years. Um, I was in the Air Force, posted mostly in Greenwood, Nova Scotia. And, uh, you know, that's the whole reason I'm out here. I'm originally from Montreal. And, uh, we, you know, my spouse and I decided to move to the city. Uh, it was just more convenient for us. And, uh, yeah, uh, after retiring from the military, it, I was looking around at different options here in the city. Nothing was didn't really seem like a good fit. So I figured, okay, well, you know, I'll keep an eye out and see what opportunities come up. And honestly, I didn't expect real estate to be the avenue to go. It just sort of happened. You fell into it, which is great. Yeah. And what's your favorite strategy for real estate investing? I wouldn't say I have a particular favorite strategy. We tend to cast a fairly wide net. Um, there are so many different opportunities, whether you're doing fix and flips, buy rent and holds, uh, rent to owns. I mean, there's so many different ways you can, you can do this. It's all a matter of finding the right strategy and the right partner that's on board with that strategy. So for me, it's not a set strategy that I prefer. It's the joy of trying to find that matching partnership within an individual and a deal and put them together. Nice. So you've done all kinds of different projects. Very much so. Yes. Yeah. That's good. And can you tell us a story about how you got connected with JT Fox? Yeah, uh, that actually started in um, Toronto. 
And it, I was on the second day of my real estate training and he came in as a presenter. He, he pitched his whole program. And what really sold me was he was also trained by legacy. So he had the same background training as I did, but he jumped into real estate uh, in 2008 during the crisis. So he, you know, was able to capitalize on, on that opportunity. And I saw how he was able to scale his business very effectively. And one of the biggest concerns I had, at, at least in the beginning of my training, was that how am I going to scale this? I mean, I can maybe buy one property a year. It's going to take forever. I want to grow a lot more quickly. And he seemed to have all the tools to be able to do that. So I decided to buy into his basic program, which continued to escalate you know, over time. And uh, fast forward to where we are now, we're at the point now where we're you know, in close contact with each other. We do business together. Uh, I have been, act, been able to access his network of individuals, which in turn have done deals with me here in Nova Scotia. So it, it's created a large number of partnerships. That's so interesting and exciting. And have you spoken on stage with him? Yes, uh, I've been on stage in California, South Africa, uh, here in Halifax, Toronto, Vancouver. I was supposed to be on stage in Montreal in April, but as we know, that right. got canceled. Yeah. And what was that like for you to, um, did you have public speaking experience before meeting JT Fox? Not, not so much public speaking experience. I mean, I've, um, you know, done presentations in front of groups and whatnot, but I've never actually been, you know, on major stages or anything like that. So it was a new experience for me. But thankfully with JT, he was able to provide a coach that coached me as to how to present on stage, how to act on stage and that sort of thing. So it made the transition fairly smooth for me. Oh, that's so amazing. It must have been incredible to go to South Africa. It was. Yeah. An amazing experience. Wow. And did your wife go with you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah, it was, um, it was really interesting to see him come to Halifax. So you, he says you brought him here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I asked him, it was uh, the second time I went to visit him at his house in Florida. Uh, him and I were having a conversation in his yard. And I asked him why he had never come to Halifax. I mean, he, he presents in Canadian cities all the time. But he'd never come to the East Coast. So I kind of put the bug in his ear. That would have been probably about a year before he showed up. And I would bring it up every now and again in casual conversations. And then all of a sudden he sent me a, a message on Facebook saying, I'm coming to Halifax. And sure enough, he did. So wow, that's so yeah. neat. Yeah. We, um, my um, employee, Melissa and I, we both went to it. And I'd never actually heard of him before the Halifax, uh, before it popped up in our newsfeed and somebody brought it to my attention. But it was uh, it was definitely interesting. Like, um, I found it quite fascinating. And I found it really interesting to see you there talking about real estate investing. And of course, I was like, oh, wow, that's that's cool. I have to I have to find out his story. So yeah, well, that's how a JT started up, you know, and in real estate is the backbone of a lot of wealthy individuals, right? Because I mean, it's a great way to, to build wealth. And um, it, it's a vehicle that so many of them use. So it's not surprising that he started off in it. Uh, a lot of the people that he put me in touch with have also been involved in real estate in one way, shape or form. So it, it kind of makes sense that there's a real estate tie in here, for sure. 
Yes. And are you seeing that a lot of the people you're meeting in his circle, are they specifically, is Halifax on their radar as somewhere good to invest? At first, most people hadn't really heard of Halifax. I mean, they, they heard of it in passing. They knew it existed, but they didn't really think of Halifax as an area to invest in. It was after I came out there and started demonstrating some of the deals that I've done, a few people started kind of looking at me and looking at these deals and realizing that some of the opportunities that I found here were far superior than what they're finding in their own market. So at that point, the interest level started to, to grow. And at first I got some investors here in Canada and then now I've got investors from Germany, from, from Hong Kong. They're all sort of coming in now saying, okay, we want to invest out here and we want to partner with you as the boots on the ground to, you know, to find these deals for us. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's really awesome. So is that basically, um, it sounds like that's, uh, that connecting with JT Fox has impacted your business in a really positive way. Very much so in, in more ways than I can describe on, on this one podcast, to be honest. Um, it, it's continued to grow. It, it's not only what, what JT brings to the table, but it's whole, his, his whole network. Because when you get involved with JT, you also get involved with this whole network. And he will openly share his resources with you. And it, it, it applies to just about everyone. So that being said, so many different people who started business ventures, whether it's in real estate or any other business, were able to finally get off the ground because they managed to find the right partners, get the right coaching, get the right knowledge to be able to achieve their, their dreams, their goals. So for me, you know, our ability to scale the business, it, it sort of happened organically through JT because after attending event after event after event, I would just be meeting people in, in, you know, in hallways or going out for dinner. And after, you know, a couple of meetings, all of a sudden now we're buying properties together. So it's not like I had to go hunt for money now. He just put all the people together and said, go. And everything just organically happens. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. So what, what advice would you give to real estate investors who are getting started? Well, real estate, it's a great way to build wealth, but it's also uh, a way to lose it. So I would say the most important thing is to, to get educated so you know what you're doing. And then you focus your efforts on your first deal because your first deal will be your hardest. And once you get your first deal down, your second one will be half as hard as the first one was. And then it, it starts to, to flow from there. So don't focus too much on the end goal of achieving a, a certain wealth criteria. Just focus on that first deal. Yeah, I think that's excellent advice. Yeah, just uh, get educated so you know a little bit about what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And then take action and, and get your first deal in and just find a way to do it so that you knock that one out <laughs> yep. and then you, you can roll along. Yeah, that's excellent. And what, what projects are you currently working on? Uh, we have investment projects throughout Nova Scotia and New Brunswick mostly. Um, we, we do mostly uh, buy, rent and hold properties, although we do uh, diversify into other projects depending on, on the circumstances. So right now we've got quite a few properties on the board we have seven properties under contract right now uh, that we're proceeding to to close. So uh, it, it's a very busy time of year for us. Uh, COVID, uh, although there haven't been many properties on the market, there have been a lot of creative opportunities we've been able to find through our network. So 
it, it's kept us busy extensively so through through the crisis sure so now of those seven properties are they like what would they be single family homes or duplexes or larger buildings or what would what what would they look like uh we don't do a whole lot of single family homes we actually closed on a single family home yesterday but we're converting that to a fourplex it's a very large house that we picked up um but Typically, we'll do smaller multi-units. They tend to be where you get the best uh, appreciation value right now. Uh, the larger multi-units that are available are either uh, picked up by re uh, corporations for, for top dollar or uh, sellers are just over asking right now. So there aren't a whole lot of opportunities for the larger multi-units, although we have done a couple of them in the past. Um, it, it's typically you know two to five units that we're spitting out very, very quickly. Okay, great. That gives me a good understanding. And that seems like a good strategy. And how do you find the real estate market during the pandemic? Like, are you finding deals there? Or like, yeah, currently? yeah, well, the volume has was down quite a bit for a while. It's starting to pick up now. But the deals were out there. It's just a matter of having a network on the ground to bring the deals to you. So you want to be partnering up with, with realtors, with lawyers, with brokers, or even contractors in some cases. Um, I, I found deals through my property manager. Again, the, there's so many different ways to, to find the deals. But yeah, you can. You just had to adapt a little bit how you find them. In the past, there were so many deals coming on the market. It was just a matter of picking out the good ones among the whole slew of deals that were out there. Now with so few, we just had to adapt our model a little bit and shift and pivot. But in the end, the results pretty much stayed the same as they did last year. We were able to come up with the volume just by adjusting our strategy a little bit. Yes, and kind of putting a different, like looking at things a little bit differently and being open and, and like you said, letting people know what you're, what you're doing, what you're looking for. Yeah, right. making sure people are aware to come to you. So it sounds like you're you're finding the deals. So that's that's good. Yeah, because yeah, there's definitely been low inventory recently. So yeah, it's interesting to navigate, but it's it's also very interesting that the market is doing so well and that uh, that homes are moving and and a lot of times over asking price right now because the inventory is low. Yeah. In a lot of markets, it's very challenging. Um, Nova Scotia, we haven't had too much of a problem getting deals under asking. Uh, we, we've never once bought a property at or above asking. So we always you know, hunt for the deals. New Brunswick is a bit more of a challenge. There, the, the competition is a little higher. A lot more investors coming into New Brunswick, actually, than Nova Scotia. So it tends to be a harder market to invest in. But the deals are still there. We've got two properties in New Brunswick right now under contract. Wow, I didn't realize that 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 there is more people going to New Brunswick versus Halifax, and it could be the price point too. I don't know. Yeah, part of that is the price point. Um, also, legacy the the training that I took has been around for quite a while, and during the two thousand eight crisis, they were showcasing cities around the world, and one of the cities they showcased was St. John, New Brunswick. Okay. So that brought everyone to St. John and eventually they started spreading to the other cities in New Brunswick. So they became very New Brunswick focused as a result. Oh, I see. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that was part of what fed it. That would do it. Yes. And do you have um, any big goals coming up for, for next year? Is there anything that you have in mind to, to achieve? Well, um, 
we have very we have a number of very strong partners right now. We're hoping to pick up maybe one or two partners more to to be able to expand our portfolio a little bit. Um, and we're hoping to be able to get, to get into a bit of a larger project, something that's new and different than what we've done in the past. You know, maybe get into developments or get into, um, you know, maybe an acquisition of, of some sort of company or something like that, a business acquisition. So we're, we're looking to diversify. Um, and it's always about finding a new and creative way of doing business for us. That's what keeps it exciting. I mean, in of itself, all the deals are different. Every time you do a deal, it's a little bit different. But we want to try something completely new uh, within the next 12 months. And that's what we're looking forward to and excited about. Yeah, that's that's exciting. That's something fun to have on the horizon. And I'm sure it will land in your your lap just by being open and putting that out there and, and you know, keeping that in mind. I'm sure you'll come up with something very creative and I'll be interested to hear what you end up doing. I'm sure I'm sure 2021 will be an awesome year for you guys. Yeah. Yes, we're anticipating it would be. So where is your happy place? Honestly, for me, um, I, I love going around and seeing the deals firsthand. Uh, you know, it, it's all nice to, to look at the spreadsheets and the paperwork. But when you're going to a property and you're closing it and you get the keys and you go, wow, this is ours now. And doing that over and over and over again and seeing the, the transformation of these properties, you know, to go from a rundown property often that, that we pick up and seeing a beautiful property that the tenants are happy to live in. And, you know, j- just seeing that transition and that whole experience for me is the happy place that I, that I would be in because, and this comes up and, and, and the benefit to me is that this comes up over and over and over again, every time we find a deal and the advantage of doing these smaller ones is they, they come around so quickly. So, you know, every, every few weeks I'm, I'm going through a property either that I'm, buying new, seeing the potential, envisioning the end product, or I'm going to another property that has achieved that end product. And it's just this amazing feeling of, of, you know, accomplishment. Yeah, that's so great. I think um, a lot of real estate investors listening can, can agree with that. There's a certain joy that comes from that. And, and I think that's part of the, uh, it's like the hunt. And then it's also being able to improve communities and, uh, and provide people with nice homes to live is what it's all about. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And can you give us an email address if someone wants to reach out to you and connect? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you can contact me at uh, jtjuliatango.right0201 at gmail.com. Or if you have any real estate uh, investment opportunities, uh, JT has created a network of investors that will fund deals worldwide. And you just uh, go to dodealstogether.com. And that's the place to uh, to go to get funding for deals. So if anyone finds any opportunities here in Halifax, you can reach out to me directly. I'll help vet the deal for you. Or you go to uh, thedodeals.com and we will fund your deal if it's you know uh, an, a good deal for us to be funding. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to your Happy Place podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review so that we can get our podcast out to more listeners. If you would like to contact us, please send an email to podcast at happyplacepm.com.